Well, hello guys, and welcome back to Parts of Me Holistically. I'm your family host, Sasha, um, also the Smiley Limey and the founder of The Holistic Hero. Um, now that I'm done with the small talk, I am back from a pretty decently length social media break and just kind of break from everything. Podcast, social media, my blog, people, just a lot. I have been... I've had a horrible month, July and August have turned out to be um, very testing and trying months for me where I'm coming to terms with death and loss and physical issues and just everything kind of comes to a head, you know, when it rains it pours and while things fall apart they also kind of have a way of coming together too and through my pain, through a theme in my life, I always grow. And I have used this time to just kind of reconnect with myself. I have been dealing with uh, potentially losing one of my cats, which is everything to me. I've had them for 13 years and people don't realize how much they've gotten me through in my life. So it kind of has just been shutting me down. And I've been thinking a lot about life and people and authenticity and just the core of what really matters in life. I've been connecting with God more and a lot of beauty has come out of it. But I want to use this opportunity just to kind of talk to you guys a little bit more personally about things that I've learned in my life and some realizations I've come to that I absolutely know you can benefit from. So let's get started. So, I have been wanting to discuss more personal matters and talk about things more one-on-one. Not just here, but on Instagram too, and I've kind of been doing that a little bit more. Especially about things that I've learned in my life to help and inspire people because essentially I know that we are not put here on this earth to serve ourselves. Essentially we're here to help others and even if you can help or simply inspire one person, that's enough in my book. Um, You really don't know who you influence and how significant your words or intentions will be to others. You know, how dramatically their life may change for the better from one moment or an action ignited from hope, hope that you might spark. You know, even if someone takes one piece of something you say, You never know how much it may open their eyes, it might validate what they're feeling, or get them thinking about whatever. You know, it's worth it. Don't be afraid to make your voice heard in this world that consistently tries to mute and belittle us into thinking that our voices aren't enough, or that they don't matter, or that they don't make an impact, because they do. You know, I've gotten a lot of messages from people even unexpectedly, about things that I've said when I didn't even intend on making an impact or a point, and I did. People thanking me, telling me how much they needed to hear something that I said, or even, like, air quote, because of you, I felt hope to go on another day and to keep trying, that you inspired me. And it's honestly the most incredible and rewarding feeling to receive messages like that, You know, not because it strokes some theoretical ego, but because it really does assure me that as a human, I'm doing my part, I'm contributing, and I do have the ability to make a positive difference. You know, 
to know that humanity is still listening and striving for hope, you know, just got to pick up the phone. People hang on to words and memories and dreams and simple messages of motivation and they can change their day or even their life in a series of steps. You know, one thing happens which affects something else, which affects something else. And then next thing you know, you're on this completely different life path that you never deemed possible, that you never thought could happen. And sometimes beauty comes out of, you know, a thunderstorm. And it really is true. I'm not trying to be corny here, but it really is true. And um, I've learned a lot in my life, my young life, only in my 20s, but I've learned a lot about all kinds of things from suffering and deep pain and what it's like to be judged based off of ignorance. I've learned how to self-cope without that much help of guidance, um, how to basically become my own therapist even from the age of like seven. I mean, I did have a lot of love and support. You know, my mother was really there a lot for me, but still sometimes at the end of the day, um, there's just things that we have to learn how to deal with on our own. And not everyone's going to be able to help and be there. And we deal with our demons on a daily basis when we're alone. And no one sees or hears or understands except God, perhaps. And um, we have to learn how to self-cope and self-soothe. Um, and my goal is to try and help. And, you know, it doesn't mean anything that I say will necessarily help or validate you or resonate with you. But, hey, from one human to another, it certainly doesn't hurt to try. Something that um, I find myself thinking about a lot, and I know a lot of other people do this as well, but um, and I have been thinking about for years, is the idea of ignorance and judgment and the love of money, you know, how money basically determines all, our own dignity, how the love of money truly is the root of all evil, feed the Bible, but it's really true. It can try to determine our own dignity in this evil world and belittle us into feeling worthless or f full of worth based off the premise of what? It's so vapid to me how a paper bill with some presidential face on it has the great power to determine where someone sleeps or even if they'll eat or not. And I've also been pondering over authenticity and just genuine people that remain in this world if there even are any left, especially with everything that's going on right now. Um, I think it's so important when you find the right real people to do life with, how truly, um, if they truly have your best interest at heart, the ones who will stick by your side and support you regardless. There's no judgment, there's no expectations, but honestly, if it's a real friendship, the respect will already be there. Um, there's no backstabbing. I've definitely lived a life where I have been under the influence and the power of people who knew that they had the ability to control me and there was nothing in theory I could humanly do about it because if I did or said the wrong thing, you know, my whole life would have been in great jeopardy and even the lives of those around me more so than it already was. And this was even dating back to when I was a child and even in the womb as people, family I should say, were already plotting to destroy me. Um, and they did destroy me, my life and my future. And they so willingly made it their mission to do so. To pummel me 
and manipulate me and make it impossible for me to succeed in the way I was going to choose to do so. And I'm still picking up the pieces of regaining the future that was supposed to be mine while still juggling all the hell that life can entail, you know, on a daily basis. But I'm still rebuilding my Jenga tower that's constantly wobbling and I'm constantly searching for more blocks before the tower collapses. <laughs> a lot of people, um, I've joked around with people because I always kind of compare my life to the game of Jenga and I feel like a lot of people can sympathize with that. <laughs> I just feel like Jenga is a really good way to describe life in general and I think the game, how it's played out, is just different for everyone if you were to compare it to life. It's always kind of if like um, that in life, everything's a timing thing. It's always a timing thing. But still, you know, forgetting my specific life tragedies that I haven't even really touched upon here, a point that I'm trying to make with you, my friend, is that there are always going to be people in life that don't like you, that are going to judge you, that are going to misunderstand you and not even care to try and understand you. Ignorance is a real thing. It's really real. And I've come to a baby epiphany as to why people do that. Why are people ignorant? Or why do people at least fight to remain in their ignorance bliss? It doesn't make it okay or acceptable or any less confusing or hurtful. But honestly, sometimes realization of anything can help in terms of how to deal with this and how to move on in your life regardless. Because at the end of the day, and I posted one of my quotes about this on my poetry Instagram account, The Smiling Skeleton, but I really stick by this and believe this in my heart, um, not just off gut intuition, um, personal lifelong experiences, and somewhat baby background in psychology, but because I do know that this at least applies to some of the population especially the narcissists out there. Little shout out to you. <laughs> and I have a family of them. Narcissists, I mean. Uh, but the realization of what I'm going to talk about here in terms of ignorance actually came to me last December um, as I was in the midst of a more unnecessary, or more unnecessarily, or um, here goes my brain fog, guys. I'm sorry. Um, I've had a lot of unnecessary family legal issues, um, which is another theme in my life. And I was thinking why people don't want to hear your truth. They don't want to know it. They basically shut you down and they even come up with their own reason for something which happened to you in your life without even asking you first. And then on top of it, they spread rumors. You know, Granted, I'm talking about people in my own family that I never fully had relationships with that have apparently resented me for years and for an example they never even believed that I I have chronic Lyme disease and that I use it as a ploy for attention and an excuse of some sort you know they know nothing about me they never cared to know anything about me the truth or the story behind my life my Lyme disease or really anything they never cared to ask they don't want to know and it always confused and bothered me as to how people can live with themselves and just be this way. Um, honestly, it's because at the end of the day, this is the epiphany I came to, people want to justify their own hatred or even self-hatred. 
their hatred of you, and sometimes the only way to do that in their own minds is to make up their own false sense of reality or false sense of truth and then stick with that. It doesn't make it right, and it's always been really confusing for me to understand how people can be that way. Um, Even with a psychology background for people, it's still difficult because as a human, with our own minds, we all think differently. But trying to understand why others think the way they do or are the way they are can help, at least, or can help me decide how I'm going to process my emotions or what I'm going to take seriously or what I'm going to make out of it. You know, if someone wants to fight to not hear you out or to choose to make you out to be a disingenuous person, even when you have a truth and you know your truth and you even have proof whatsoever, not that it matters what anyone thinks or that you should ever have to prove yourself in that way, but you just have to think about why. Where is this coming from? Where is it coming from on their end? And then kind of take it from there and do your very best if possible to move forward in your own life from that. Even if it's just in your head, knowing that you can sleep at night, knowing who you are, what your truth is, and what you represent as a human. Toxic people are everywhere. Truth be told, there are a lot of evil people in this world. And if you can find and try to verify the genuine ones, trust me, people's authenticity and love will always be tested in life at some point. And if they succeed in that test, stick with them. At the end of the day, when you are on death's door or facing trials and tribulation, because we all do at some point, that's all that's going to matter. The people that are going to support you who want to support you, who love you no matter what. That's what matters. You know, in my life, I've consistently dealt with disingenuous people um, and a lot of people in general. And um, to be honest, though, don't lose hope. There are still, another air quote, good ones out there. There are. I've met, I've dealt with, I've developed deep friendships with um, even many celebrity figures, and I'm always observing what they deal with too, the consistent theme of who really cares about me. In the toxic areas of Hollywood, and even for me being having grown up being influenced by that, I can say that without a doubt, it's actually a very lonely existence because you always have to watch your back, you always have to double take, you're always questioning and overthinking about many simple aspects in relationships that are simple for many people. You know, I hear my friends in that world constantly talk to me about what it's like to never really know someone's intentions. You know, is it about the money? Is it about notoriety? Is it about clout, association? You know, even their, another air quote, good friends, they always have to look over their shoulder and it just makes me much more aware of the significance of good people and decent friendships and authentic fluff free intentions you know sometimes it's also the people we thought were there the most you know you could have a friendship that lasts for years and they end up being the ones that turn on us and betray us and hurt us Um, they just weren't there for the right reasons you know Point told again, you may never ever know, we may never know in life, 
But if life keeps testing your relationships and the person consistently proves their love or their genuine support and happiness with you, keep going. You're in a good place with that person. I understand, or I at least believe that trust is very difficult to attain, at least in my opinion. But if you can gain that, stick with it, and do life the way you know best. What makes you happy? I always stay cautiously optimistic. It's been another life motto I've taught myself for years, and it's ended up saving my ass so many times, both good and bad. I'm not saying be self-absorbed or be a narcissist yourself where it's all about you, but at the end of the day, if you're in a toxic relationship, my friend, and you know you're in one, go do you. Do you. It's the best thing you can do. Um, Something I've always found interesting is that sometimes the worst situations in life, whether it be tragedy or pain or chaos or complete suffering, loss, physical health, falling apart, whatever. Those have always been the huge factors which have tested the stableness and authenticity, is that a word, stableness, of relationships and friendships in my life. Big time. When I was diagnosed with uh, chronic Lyme disease, it really helped me filter out the people that apparently didn't care about the real stuff. They weren't going to be there when the going got tough or they just were too inconvenienced by my suffering to deal with me. You know, honestly, too bad to them. They missed out on a lot in a future friendship with me, but I, on the other hand, have gained the world by the loss of them. In the painful yet wonderful essence, that's something that I'll always be grateful for because I'm not going to waste my time or my life anymore with people who aren't authentic really taught me a lot and I'm not trying to bring light to chronic illness but if you want to look on the positive side that's one of them it really teaches you um you know we're always going to have the fluff crowd in our lives you know everyone's in our life for a different purpose but enjoy that you know enjoy that too in terms of real friendships and relationships though you know I personally want to surround myself with people that I can count on The ones I can call at 3 a.m. and that they know it goes both ways. I'm here for them on a deep human level, just as they would be for me. So sometimes if something bad happens and it ends up bringing something ugly out in the other person or even yourself, sometimes it's self-realization, don't be so upset. As painful as it might be and as shocking, because that's the realization That realization may end up saving either one of you from pursuing something that just wasn't meant to be or could have led down a really ugly path in the future. It's not necessarily the worst thing. Sometimes people come into our lives, even temporarily, to teach us, to love us, to bring laughter and happiness, to share, to help us, to grow with us, or even redirect us down a different life path. That will be made clear with time. I can guarantee that. Everything and everyone we meet, we really meet for a reason. I mean, think about it. There are millions of people in the world and we only meet or encounter the ones we do. It's actually amazing. Obviously, it's for a reason. So trust that and have fun with life's journey. I know it's difficult, especially these days where there is a complete disconnect of humanity. There is this divide, this complete lack of love. And I can't 
stand this hatred that we have for each other, sometimes on the ridiculously shallow basis of someone's skin color. It's something that's really difficult for me to understand. And as we open up the conversations now, hopefully we will all choose to pick up the phone this time with loving and willing arms to listen and actually make change to reconnect and to love again if that ever did exist and to heal life is short hold on to what you do have and let that be enough you have your truth and it doesn't matter what anyone else thinks if you are doing the right thing let that be enough solace for you be a force for good there's still some good left in the world i know there is you know, I work with many uh, foundations and charities and I'm still, I still to this day see people completely light up when they make change in the life of a child or an animal or just bring a positive force for good to inflict happiness. The power and the feeling behind that, to see that positive change, tells me that there is still hope and love left in the world. Keep going and just devour life just as life has devoured you.